0: Welcome once again to another Nook's Tavern, the Animal Crossing New Horizons podcast filmed live in studio in game. Be sure to catch us each week on twitch.tv Nook's Tavern at 8 p.m. Eastern time for the live broadcast. And also visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nook's Tavern. My name is Kurt Booten, otherwise known as Stumbling Bumblin' Kurtstable, and joining me as always, the butter-to-my-scotch, Mr. Phil Keating, otherwise known as the Imaginary Nomad.
1: Hi, Kurt. How are you, man?
0: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts that came together all at the last minute, but I'm feeling good.
0: That's great. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, what's been going on? in city 17 this week
1: oh boy city 17 let me tell you man uh i, I had an issue on tuesday where i forgot to sign in for the entire day oh, until no. i got home at around 11 o'clock midnight time and i was like Oh, man, I didn't run my dailies. How how dumb of me. i got to sign in and do this. I'll be in and out, quickly split, scuba-dee-ba-da-ba-doo. Oh, great, Flick is here. I've been waiting for Flick. Uh, oh, great, Gulliver's here, too. Jeez, all right. So then I spent about two or three hours running my dailies <laughs> because, you know, I've been waiting for Gulliver. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. And um, I had I had bugs I wanted to give to Flick that I've been holding on. So a quick, you know, 15-minute run turned into a good two to three hours.
0: So did you happen to to make a big bank on on your bugs?
1: Well, the bugs I were holding uh, was for statue. I wanted to to have a statue and and not really uh, go after the bell game, really. But that's not the exciting thing that's happened in my town this week. The exciting thing is that I've been giving Tom Nook $50,000 a day to – to, to move my buildings around. Oh. So I'm starting the process of moving houses and moving the store. And, and the thing is, and I didn't realize this, and if I would have done any reading like a normal human, I would have realized that even if you want to move the house an inch, you have to move it twice because the building's already there and they won't let you rebuild exactly right. where it's at. Right. So I had to, you know, move a house. And then move it back to where I wanted it. So yeah. it's 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 been it's been all right, right? <clears throat> I'm not happy about it, but I'm gonna get through it, and then I'm going to start the process of actually focusing on my island, and and getting things ready for for a five star island. I have a lot of friends out there who have already gotten five star islands,
2: and that's, that's it's,
1: great. It's time. It's time for me to really start hunkering down, not only with terraforming, but there's cool designs out there that I want to try. Um, Right. I saw somebody that had a hockey rink.
0: Oh, neat. And I
1: I want to build a hockey rink, but not only just a standard hockey rink, right? I want to put benches behind it. Um, I'm going to use the soccer nets as goals and do all this other stuff. So I have it all planned out. I just need to get down to the grindstone and actually start doing it.
0: Yeah, I I'm feeling the same pressure. Uh, because I have the concept in in mind for the island. Uh, it's gonna be musically themed, and my idea is each quadrant will represent a different style of music. Um, uh, that's cool. If I can pull it off. Uh, and and I've got some ideas, but also I've been toying with this whole force perspective thing.
1: Yeah, you showed me a picture about an hour before we went live, on your force perspective, and what I want to say is. I haven't seen anybody do this out there on the internet yet.
0: I know, and that's and, why I'm a little hesitant to say I, I, <laughs> what it you is. You know what?
1: Let's <laughs> let's not reveal it until you're done. Yep. Right, and we'll take a picture and we'll premiere it here. But it's it's in it's insane. It's ingenious, and I'm really excited to see where this is going to end up because nobody's doing it. I haven't. Nobody's seen it doing
0: yet. this, and, and and it came to me, and I went, oh, if I can pull this it's off, it's perfect, man. Your yeah. your
1: rough draft looks. Yep. Amazing. It it does it
0: does it gives me the effect I want, so I now yeah. need to like just polish it. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. very, and very happy. I, I
1: know you're gonna be able to, to knock that out maybe, hopefully within a week, if not two, and we can get that on the show. Yep, uh, that's what I'm hoping over there on the whiteboard, it would be great. So Yep.
0: Yeah. So uh otherwise, uh anything else of any eventful nature happen on your island? Um
1: no, not really. Uh for the first week, uh uh, since the game has come out I was unable to get turnips but I'm okay mm. I'm, I'm not worried about that he says that now before he really starts moving buildings around so I probably right. could right. use the extra bells but hey man I was at work at four in the morning and I was there until 4 p.m so I just I couldn't get down there to, to actually score some uh, score some bells so it's it's all right I'll live this week uh, with only 2 million bells in my account.
0: Yeah, I got lucky. Um, I bought my I bought turnips this week. I bought a little over two inventories full, and bought them at ninety, and ended up selling them at like six nineteen or something like that. Uh, uh, you
1: were part of the the great rush once again on uh on Kilted Pipe Guys Island. Yes. Yeah, yes. man. I bless that dude so much. Oh um, man, you know not only for leaving us a, a five star review last week, but but every time, man, he opens up Azkaban because it's always in, like, the 500 or the 600, and it's always late when people see it, right? We don't all see it at the same time. So we're we're all, like, just bugging him to, like, oh, please open up your island again. (laughs) Um, And thankfully he's such a nice dude that he's like, yeah, man, no problem. And uh, I believe it was even Captain Hygiene, instead of just leaving him bells as a tip, he left him turnips so that he could get in, on, like, yep get in on his own turn up game so i thought that was really clever and just you know we have such a great community around us that i'm happy to see that everyone's just you know getting 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 along and getting things done man
0: yeah it was crazy i i think i started in the bank with about two million bells and when all was said and done i had almost eight million (sighs) and then sold well and then actually Paid off my house, so now I am free and clear of Nook. Congratulations! Uh, least, thank you, um, and 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 basically just left him a tip. Uh, not Nook, uh, Kilted, uh, <laughs> a tip of like a hundred thousand bells because at that point, at least that was w- well worth it. So I mean, it was just ridiculous. Let
1: me ask you: Is there a certain tip etiquette when it comes to 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 nipping?
0: I don't know. I don't know if there's a percentage. Yeah. Uh but but like I think in the past, I think the last time I went over there, I left him a bunch of bells and like a Nook Miles ticket cuz okay. I had I had one on me. But but I I always want to leave something particularly. Of course, of course. I mean, that's one. <laughs> he, he he his generosity was crazy. And two, um he really did open it up to a lot of people. Yeah, not you know and- throughout
1: the entire night.
0: Yeah, yeah it was it was it was awesome it was wonderful um, so yeah but he, yeah no he's I wish
1: great. I wish there was just like a, a standard you know 25 percent of whatever you made or, or you know 30 percent of whatever you made right just something right. something that we can all uh, agree on so I yeah don't I feel haven't like I'm uh, screwing somebody over
0: yeah I haven't I haven't heard of any particular etiquette yet so it's common. Uh, but yeah we'll we'll see um yeah maybe we can standardize something yeah. so that everybody can be on board
1: so we got a um, heavy news week. Heavy yes, news week. Yes. So let's uh let's dive right in. The museum day is wrapping up.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> um Look, uh, any excuse to tour the museum is pretty cool, and I dig that. I've been collecting, I still have to do today's, but I've been collecting all the stamp cards. All the plaques that you can possibly I guess you don't really keep the stamp cards but um, that you can do when all is said and done I think somebody had said you'll have forty two plaques um, right now I've got the better part of a wall covered in plaques um, jeez man I hope I just don't have to sell all those um, i, I have you I'd sold like to believe on no 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 no. No, I can't bring myself to do that. No. Uh, I don't begrudge other people for doing it, but I just uh it, it feels a little weird to me. Sure. Feels a little I don't know. Creepy.
1: No, I get that.
0: So, uh so what about you, Museum Day? How have you been doing?
1: Oh, man, you know, on the 18th I went in there and I got my 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 three stamps filled out. And uh and that that's it. Um oh. It, it it I'm not really uh, doing that much with it, you know. I went in, I got my three stamps, and I kind of got out right away, just because I I I I don't have that much time to play. And even going around and just you know taking five minutes to run the entire museum, sometimes I don't have that kind of time. Right. So I just go in, I get my uh, fossils assessed, and then I kind of just keep moving. Right and like i said i I, i'm not gonna sell them on nookazon i'm not gonna do anything with them i'm just gonna have them sit in storage so it's like if i'm not gonna do anything with the three that i'm getting on that first week i don't really need 45 of them just just hanging around
0: right uh i agree um you know what i don't agree with though is losing connection to the studio yeah
1: that's that's Um, fun
0: so yeah so I, i i will be right back apparently um dodos get me back to the to my home island really quickly yeah
1: that was when uh, when
0: you don't want it to happen (laughs)
1: nothing nothing (laughs) like a uh a tech issue when you have a studio full of people
0: yeah no kidding um Uh,
1: actually everyone i need you to to not come in my house because i can't move my furniture if everybody's in here (laughs) so i i just need you guys to give me a second to reset ah fun on the bun so let's keep talking though um sure about you know museum day i'm a little a little upset that you know i'll say it again i'm a little upset that that's that's really it it's just the three stamps and you're
0: out so the 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 question i had i mean they made this two weeks yeah um without like again we talked about the last week we talked about the possibility of You know if they had made it so you can get one stamp a day that that would have actually stretched it out not taken so long and made it so you kind of wanted to revisit but you knock out the whole thing in 10 minutes and that's if you're being a little slow about it sure um and then that's it and so the question is with something like that why two weeks
1: yeah i i agree um and just because, like we talked about before, you could stagger it where, like, you have to – not just three a day, right? You have an entire stamp booklet for each wing, and throughout the two weeks, you can accrue different stamps, and then you get your plaque at the end. So, right. I'm not and, sure and if, the, the, the point of, of stretching it out.
0: Well, and if you can get it all done in one day, that's okay, too, but why not just limit that to a week? Sure because that would seem a little bit more palatable. You you know, you have people who okay, they don't they don't log in every day, but I don't see anybody really that's logging in once a week. No. And if they are, that's still plenty of time. Sure. So, I I don't know. Um so so I you know, maybe maybe they're just going to refine it over time. Um I I do think that it's it's definitely one of those things and we talked about it with um the Mayday stuff where i think over time these events might get refined and there might be more to do because honestly if we're a year from now and we're going through the same museum day thing and nothing is different that's going to be a huge disappointment
1: yes i agree but you know i also kind of reference warcraft when you come to these holiday events right Warcraft for a very long time had the same achievements year after year so like once you complete your holiday achievements for Warcraft you've got nothing to do until they finally did a big patch update you know agreed. maybe six years after the original Warcraft uh, things came out so
0: agreed but but it, even in even in in wow you had there was a lot of stuff to do for the for those events and there was there was more of a possibility that somebody wasn't going to finish sure and so next year they'd be able to complete what they didn't have yeah you know that kind of thing and that i have less of an issue with that um but it just seems it it seemed like may day and this one may day we get we get one maze and then we're done right yeah that's and, yeah, pretty much and museum day you you go to the museum for 10 minutes and you're done and that seems to be just too little if you're going to do something like that So, I don't know, it, it's okay It's almost over And uh, and we've got wedding season to look forward to
1: Yes, what about wedding season do you know?
0: Um, I know it's going to uh, be around Reese and Cyrus And that we will have wedding decorations That presumably we can collect Yeah But how we're going to get those, I don't know uh, my guess is that there there's probably going to be a bunch of DIY using flowers.
1: That would make sense.
0: That'd be my guess, yeah, but I mean, I guess. but there's little there's little information about that. Um, I do know that we're going to have to include Harv's Island a little bit on that, and uh, I mean, look, I've made no bones about that. I'm not a big fan of Harv's Island. I think it's uh, it's a little weird. Yeah,
1: it is a little weird. Uh, it kind of feels like an afterthought, and it's, I don't know. There's something just about it that I feel like everything there is sticky.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Harv is a little too laid back.
1: A little too laid back, yeah, just a little too laid
0: back. Yeah, so uh, so I don't know. We'll see. It gives us something, something new to do, and that's good. Um, and that's starting next week, and we'll 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 dive into that more in depth uh, next week.
1: Yeah, no, no. Once once we get a little bit of information underneath our belts, that's when we can really start tackling the uh, the Harv's Island wedding season kind of kind of day.
0: It is another event though where you have to be June first real time. Correct. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't time travel. Time travel. About, so. so very cool. All
1: right. Well. With June right around the, the corner, we have some changes coming to the fish and the bug again, thankfully.
0: Yep. So before Which I, I love that. Well, I love yeah, the fact yeah. that's always changing.
1: It, it's wonderful. Now, with that said, uh, have you caught everything that you could for, for I'm May? sure I have not. Okay. <laughs> I'm still missing the Maui Maui fish. And I'm okay. still missing the banded dragonfly. I just... I can't, I can't catch it, I can't catch them, I hate it, and I can't catch the
0: it. The banded dragonfly.
1: It's a little bit faster than the uh, yeah than the other one.
0: I don't know if I got that one or not. I, I I will chase those things for a little while and then go forget it. I just I can't deal with this right now, so.
1: But it's the only one that haunts me.
0: And
1: I hate that. <laughs> but uh, for the northern hemisphere, bugs arriving in drune are the following mosquito. Firefly. Uh, the Emperor Butterfly is coming back. and then you, you have your Goliath Beetle, which you can find on palm trees. Your Drone Beetle, which is on normal trees. And then your Rainbow Stag, which you can find on trees as well. In the Southern Hemisphere, they're getting the Rajah Brooks Birdwing Butterfly, the Emperor Butterfly, and then a Dung Beetle, which Ooh. will be rolling snowballs. So... What? Look forward to that. Well, that's in the south. Oh, hemisphere. oh, southern, southern, right.
0: <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting about that. So, um, and so what's leaving in terms of bugs?
1: So for bugs, you're we're losing the uh, mole crickets, and I think that's it in the northern hemisphere. In the southern hemisphere, you're losing a little bit more. Uh, you're going to be losing the monarch butterfly, longest, uh, the migratory locust. Rice grasshoppers, crickets, mantis, orchid mantis, stink bugs, manface stink bugs, tiger beetles, walking sticks, and fleas. Whew!
0: Wait, so those stink bu- stink beetles are are all leaving? Those that's for the southern hemisphere. Oh, for the southern, yep. for the southern. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the only all ones right.
1: that we're losing in the uh, the northern is oh, is the mole. Crickets. Yep.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. But, So, yeah,
1: that's uh, that's that's kind of not the important thing about June. Oh, the important thing about June, Kurt, is the fish that we are gaining in the northern hemisphere. (laughs) Holy cow.
0: There's a lot of fish. Not only
1: is it a lot of fish. It is my favorite time of year to fish. Like I, I love this time of year to fish. And I want I'll tell you why once we start getting into it a little bit.
0: I I bet oh, I know heck why. Yeah, you but, do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have a lot coming, and what's really cool is there's a lot of very large fish coming. Hot. So go no, ahead. No, no, no. I'm were you just. Say? I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Um, and and honestly, given what I'm seeing, people can make a lot of money in June. A lot of money. It's in weird June. how CJ so, just
1: won't show up for. for yeah. For, no for the Entire summer. It's gonna be fun. <laughs>
0: So we've got coming to the northern hemisphere, the giant snakehead, the gar, gar, gar uh, tilapia, the piranha, which I'm hoping really looks. Uh, it's probably not going to, but it'd be really cool if it. If the animation was a little bit more uh, troublesome in the sure. water, um, the saddled beeshir, the arowana, the arapaima or arapaima, the dorado. The Ribbon Eel, the Suckerfish, and these are the best Here we
1: go, here we go.
0: The Hammerhead Shark, the Saw Shark, the Whale Shark, and the Great White Shark. Okay,
1: it's shark season, ladies and gentlemen. It's shark season. I'm so excited, and not only am I excited because it's shark season and it's big game fishing, but they have fins that come out of the water. They have fins. So you know that it's not a sea bass or a plus. Like, you know exactly that it's going to be a shark because they are finned in the water. And I love it. There's nothing more exciting than running up to your dock and you find just a, a finned fish just sitting there.
0: And and the fins are only on those very large uh, Correct. sharks. I mean, they're... So, so there's no mistake. You're not going to get a a finned sea bass. No, not at all. <laughs> so, uh, coming to the southern hemisphere, uh, okay. So they get the pond smelt. Mm, yay! The stringfish, which I still don't have, so that would have been one that I. That well, I'd like I to have get. a
1: friend who uh, has a southern hemisphere island, so maybe if you talk to yep. her, she'll let you in.
0: Yeah. Oh, maybe so. Uh, squid. The sea butterfly and the oarfish. Now, I I don't think they've had the oarfish yet. So, that'll be a nice surprise for them. I think you're right. Uh, But, uh, I don't know. Northern Hemisphere for the win on this one. Uh, It's going to be very, very cool. Now, fish that are leaving the Northern Hemisphere, we're only losing four. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We're only losing three. We're losing the loach, thank goodness. The oarfish, yeah, okay, I um, mean yeah, I've got I've got mine, and the golden trout, which I think I managed to get. So um, so that is uh, those are the only three that we're losing. And in the southern hemisphere, oh boy, they're losing the mitten crab, the guppy, the neon tetra, the seahorse, the zebra turkeyfish, the barred knife jaw, the ray, and the oh the cherry salmon, the char and the golden trout.
1: Oh boy! Yeah, gotta love winter, yep. huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we have winter coming. It, winter is coming. Yes, thank you, John. Winter Snow. is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited because so, uh,
1: here's here's what here's a real deal. Like, I haven't been fishing that much. I I just haven't right. I've gotten everything I need to except for the Maui wowie. And I've been really bug hunting recently because I'm still, you know, I, I think that's a little bit easier to get bells off of. So it's right. really – I'm excited because this is going to get me back in the streams. It's going to get me back in the the ocean because we have an extensive list of things that are coming. And uh, I'm I'm just excited. I'm very excited for all of this.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to catch a first my first shot. Oh, I know. I, I'm really looking forward to that.
1: And so. then uh, – so obviously the firstborn goes to the museum – Right. Are you going to start building a shark aquarium, or do you think? Oh, uh, or do you think you're just going to sell all of them?
0: I don't know yet. I mean, sharks. Catch them. You know, catch them all. Yeah, gotta it's catch them all. It's a um,
1: time, my dude.
0: Oh, I dude, don't, here, I, no, just I, line I, I your got,
1: streets with them, and you'll have literal street sharks. Uh, <laughs> I said, no, come uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> taking that for the win
0: yeah okay fine take the street sharks half the people listening to this podcast don't know what street <laughs> that's sharks fair. are
1: that's very fair but i <laughs> i do and their parents do and that's all that matters
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um let's see uh d- did we take okay so there we do have another uh news piece here animal crossing airport color determines the items that you yeah, get, so you, the color of the items that you get.
1: Tell me a little bit about this.
0: So um, it's the the uh, I'm, I'm pulling up my infographic over here for the reference. So basically, you there are four colors of airports. There's blue, orange, green, and yellow, and those determine what the default color of certain items. So like, if you have a blue airport, the default color of your vending machine is gray. And the default color of your monster that you can buy is red. And the default, uh, teacup ride that you get is like black and red and white. Um, and, and, and so, and there are a bunch of other things like that, but, but there's, but there's that the, the, so, uh, orange, uh, you get the, the looks like a brown monster, uh, for the yellow, you get a black monster. And for the green, you get a blue monster. Um, but then, also, what we found is or uh, not we, I wasn't even part no, of this no, you found but it. Take what that what how yeah yeah what what I found is um <laughs> uh when you also see other items um of a certain color, it means that you are likely to have items uh, specific items kind of related to those groups, sure. so if there's um the the lighthouse, for example um that is if it's black and white you're likely to have like the satellite dish will be pure white. And if your white if your lighthouse is pure white, you're likely to have a satellite dish with a Nooks logo on it.
1: Interesting.
0: And yeah, and so and there's a whole group of these we can we'll link to these in the show notes. It's really interesting to see which items and and how are are related and how they come together. So and but there's a great infographic, and uh, I wish I actually could have figured this out. But what I'm seeing here is, was reported by Vicky Blake uh, at Eurogamer, and uh, oh, actually, and she credits Praise Holo. Um, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll link to the to that article. It's really cool. I it's didn't really realize cool. there was um,
1: eight different colors of uh, tardises of the police boxes.
0: I'm seeing, yeah, and I I feel lucky because I know it kind of makes you want to get them.
1: Like I got the standard (laughs) blue, and it wasn't until somebody's like, "Oh man, I got the gold one," and I was like, "I'm sorry, what you got a what? No, there's there's only a blue," and they're like, "No, you're wrong," but that's cool. And I was like, "Oh man, I kind of lucked out then."
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, it's very cool. It's very cool. So so that's that. And, uh, let's see, oh yeah, breaking news on, on that update that happened while we <laughs> yeah, were recording the, uh, last week.
1: You've got th- you've got an hour to do your hour show. Don't mess up and go, message we got as we hit live.
0: Yep, yep. And so what we found out was it fixed the duping and, and bug. And we talked and about
1: it. that on show that we thought that's what it was going to cover. Yep. So, um, easy enough.
0: Right. So, and I guess, uh, finally, uh, I don't know. Did you take a look at this Twitter um, uh, post from Ninji? Now, Ninji is the guy that's been doing all the, or the primary guy that's been doing the data mining uh, when there are new versions that are coming out. And uh, he figured out the math behind how villagers move out. Well, and that's something everybody's been talking about, right? How do I get these villagers to move out? You just hit them
1: with your your net until they get angry, right?
0: Yeah. No, no. Yeah, it does does nothing. Yeah. So, unlike previous Animal Crossings, Mm. that does nothing. So, um, before any of them consider moving out, you need at least six villagers. Oh, I already got that. (laughs) All right, so that's fine. Um, And then... then on a given day, the percentage chance of somebody asking to move is given by uh V times five plus C, where V is the amount of villagers you have and C is the move out talk count.
1: I was under the <laughs> understanding that there would be no math.
0: There's a lot of math. Um and then so I'm not going to go through all of it. There are highlights though. Sure. Um there's a 5 day cooldown after telling a villager to leave or stay. So nobody will ask to move if the move out talk count is greater than or less than or equal to I'm 5. I'm getting
1: nervous though because like for a very long time I haven't had anybody in my uh, campsite and I finally had someone visit and I was like, "Oh, I don't want to go in there and be disappointed knowing that it's like Pytro and he's just like, hey bud, I would love to move here, but uh nobody, nobody
0: loves me. <laughs> Sorry, bud. And I was just like, Oh god, I
1: don't want to go in there, I don't want to go in there. And it was somebody I didn't need or, or want, so I was pretty thrilled about that. Yeah. But I've just I've just stopped talking to some of them just in hopes that they're yeah. they're like, Alright, yeah, the heck with you too, sir. Bye. Yeah,
0: it's there's there's a whole lot to it. Uh he. Uh, there's like friendship is ranked zero to 255 starting at 25. Um, and, and so there's a whole lot of math. There's a lot of math. We'll link to the post. You can go and read it yourself. If you have any questions, please yeah. ask Ninji. Cause, cause yeah, math yeah, yeah. is hard. Um, so, um, and this there's is not a math, podcast. math podcast. So <laughs> it's, that's, that's our underline. So animal crossing, not a math right. podcast. Not a math math podcast. (laughs) So
1: with that said, uh, we're going to head into the break. People on the podcast, enjoy the ad. We'll see you on the other side of that. People in chat, hang around. We'll talk uh, with you for a little bit, and uh, then we'll just keep on rolling.
0: And welcome back to Nook's Tavern. Thank you so much for sticking around during that break. We now are going to jump into our community spotlight. Uh, For the last few weeks, we've highlighted different videos and different things that people around the community are doing. Uh, particularly, it seems like we're gravitating towards pop culture references. So, what do we got up first on tap for you, Phil?
1: Well, that's that's because they're fun and we all love They really them. are. So, I was uh, just trolling the old Facebook recently. And by recently, I mean I think yesterday. I don't know. And I happened to fall upon somebody who did a shot-for-shot like, a literal shot-for-shot shot remake of the Power Rangers intro. And it is incredible, the work that they put into this. I'm not really a Power Rangers person, per se, but they put so much time into this that it's kind of hard not to be like, Well, well, well done. Really well done. Like down to the colors of all the Power Rangers, yes, and then them having like all different robots, right, uh, on the beach with them. Yep. Down to uh, having the the complete fossils built on the uh, (laughs) on the lawn of each one of the dinosaur bots. Like it's incredible.
0: Yeah, it was great. Uh, Just uh, and the the creativity with. With, you know, using the Easter Island head and I just, it's, and it really was shot for shot. And they, you know, they had the, the villagers uh, with, with, you know, doing the inhuman form coloring in their, their, their color for their, their their The ranger. houses, the roof. Yeah, 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 yeah everything. It. Yeah, it was very so, cool.
1: It was, it was just great. And something different, right? There's the only thing I didn't a- see was
0: Balkan Skull.
1: No, they're in there. They they're are in, in there. there. I didn't they notice. They are in so. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're they're in there like towards the end of it. So <laughs> it's just it's fun. It's fun and and you know, if if you would have asked me what is something I would never think that somebody is going to do in this game, um the shot for shot remake of the Power Rangers original intro would probably be the very top if not, you know, somewhere around the top of my list. So Right. It's just dope.
0: It really was. It, I mean, and just adding some special effects in there to do like the uh the teleportation and everything from the intro. Yeah. yeah, really well done.
1: So that one really uh it really stood out to me. But Kurt, you brought something to the yep. table as well.
0: Yep, it is yet another Parks and Rec shot for shot remake um and it is <laughs> it's one of the funniest scenes. It's Ron Swanson pulls out a tooth. Correct. So and they have
1: Roscoe playing Ron Swanson. Yes, which is perfect. And Goldie is uh, is Amy Poehler, which is perfect.
0: Yep, yeah. But
1: it it is. It's one of the most iconic scenes in uh, Parks and Rec, and just the way that the people who made this um, tailored the emotions. Yes. Or the reactions. Yep. They're perfect. They're absolutely perfect.
0: It was so good. And then and, and again, in true uh, it, the, part of the part of the problem is that Ron Swanson's such a great character on that show anyway. And so his whole thing, yeah, I, I well, I'm not going to give out the punchline, but but uh it's it's great cause, and just like the one that we highlighted last week or the week before, um Ron doing the punch at the end of, of the scene was perfect, and yeah. and and just the way it was all laid out was great. So, and, and the
1: like they got somehow they they got the 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 zoom in camera shots that Parks and Rec does so well. Yes, like they mimic that that shooting style perfectly.
0: Yeah, and the quick cuts between people, and I mean, it was yeah, it was just so well done. Um, and and again, took a lot of time, I'm sure.
1: Well. We'll we'll find out soon. Yeah, we might we find ourselves on this uh, community spotlight uh, in yeah. the near future as we we work on something that we're we, we talk about it. So we'll have to see. I know we're, we're 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 talking a lot about hey, look what we're gonna do in the near future yep. in this episode. But uh, you know we're being creative and, and things are in the works and and what we have spitballed, I've I've enjoyed a lot of it. So
0: right. Uh, and if you're part of our community and you want your want your stuff highlighted, please send uh, information. Send send us your projects. What are you doing? What are you working on? And you can send that to nookstavern at gmail.com.
1: And we'd appreciate it, of course. Of course. So that's really the only two uh, community spotlights we have for today. I think so. So I guess that's going to lead us right into uh, everyone's favorite segment. So- uh.
0: Community Spotlight. Oh Uh, no, you already said that. Yeah, we already said. I think we're gonna do. Why why
1: don't you go outside get your friend?
0: Let me go see if he's around. And let me let me set this
1: up. All All right. right, ladies and gentlemen, come and join us as we do
2: behind the bells, the Nook Syndicate story. Uh, Phil, so, uh, why hey, ba- are there so many people here? Hey, Bagman! Uh, so, you have more people.
1: There's, uh, there's well, people. yeah, we talked about this, man. We, we, but, we, uh, we have people here that, uh, support you. I'm even sure one of these guys in the audience today is, uh, is, uh, is part of the Bagman Brigade. It's just more wait. people that you can speak to, my dude.
2: Bagman Brigade? Yeah. <sighs> He's here. He's here. Okay. So first, get a bag. I guess we, right. sh-
1: we should deal out bag, paper bags, to yeah. <laughs> The bagman brigade. You're right.
2: All right. So, uh, all right. So, with, with all all serious seriousness in here, um, first, let me say thank you to Nooks Tavern. I, I I've started, <laughs> I've started a new Twitter account.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. No, <Nope>, wrong emotion. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what?
2: I've started a new Twitter account. Are
1: you it's, sure that's the platform you should be on?
2: Look, if the president can do it, I can do it. All right, hold on. We're and, not at that kind of show. Okay, so um, <laughs> the it. And if, if you want to follow the, the the progress of my fight against Tom Nook, go ahead to Twitter and, and follow Mr. E Bagman. That's that's M R E B A G M A N. Mr. E Bagman, and and I will continue my. I fight against Tom Nook because of the support of everybody in this audience. Oh my god! Now, for this this week's topic, Gulliver.
1: Oh, Gulliver, my dude.
2: Okay, and and I will be right back because apparently I've been teleported <laughs> to another island. So, uh, so
1: unbelievable.
2: So that that that's fine. While I'm running back, I can still talk because our audio is still connected. That's true. So um Gulliver. Now, have you run into Gulliver?
1: Uh yeah, I saw him two days ago. He was uh he was sleeping on my beach at uh, at midnight.
2: Yeah, um so uh, yeah, for for those of you who are not in the know, uh Gulliver is um well, he's he's a seagull. Uh and I say that with some trepidation but you'll find out why in a minute. Um who you may find out you say sleeping I say passed out. Um passed out on your beach. Um I uh, I don't know when you go to talk with him <sighs> he he appears drunk. I'm just going to say it he appears to be drunk. And um and it takes a long time to wake him up. Well he's a sailor. He's a sailor well is he though because um there's some question about that so um i i think we're seeing someone who's just about hit rock bottom and not only does he talk gibberish uh for for a very long time before you're actually able to wake him up but but he's a repeat offender like it happens every time
1: uh, and, I, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, does it? I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe your island's different. Than, I mean, than... I
1: I haven't seen him in, in almost a month, so.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I I bet if you ask around, you'll find that he's he's been to a lot of islands recently, and um, yeah, he's a repeat offender. So, if so, I'll, I'll ask you this: if if Tom Nook was this benevolent leader, as we're led to believe why wouldn't he take care of this poor gull? Hmm. you know it, it, it just it, it seems like Tom has just allowed him to just sink to the low of lows and and really isn't doing anything to help him and, and I believe that Gulliver is taken to the bottle and it's just a way for him to cope with his history of mental illness Huh. So, yeah, it's it's sad. To be sure, it's sad. Um, but did you know, at one point, Gulliver thought he was an astronaut.
1: I'm sorry, what?
2: Y- yeah, he thought he was an astronaut and fashioned his plane to look like a UFO.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: in fact, uh, in, in Wild World and City Folk, uh, he had massive amnesia... And is always asking to help find his ship parts. Now, UFO. If, if if a UFO is coming to our our planet, never mind our town. I'm pretty sure not going to find ship parts in our town, right? You just had to hunt around and find some junk that that made him think that they were his parts, and 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 he seemed to be okay. And it, you know, even at one point, he tried to convince us all that he was an alien and and th- this was referenced in the Dubutsu no mori movie the animal crossing movie and even then we knew that he wasn't because when we returned his parts to him he counted them out in english well Animals maybe he has a
1: babblefish. Well,
2: okay Now you're just making excuses. Are you working for Nook?
1: Well, no, it's not that I'm working for Nook, but you got to also think, right? We never see the boat that he is on. We're always just getting him communicator parts to rebuild his communicator. And then he'll send us, I don't know, a lunar lander or a pyramid or, 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 or a ponytail.
2: Okay, fine. So where does where does that leave us, and how does this relate to Tom Nook, right? Because ultimately, if Gulliver's got a problem, he's got a problem, and we all need to feel badly for him and help him out as much as we can. Every time, Gulliver just ends up on the beach, and somehow, every time, we have to help him find his communicator parts. Now, there's a couple problems with this. Uh, it's... One, it's just sad. I mean, he could find them. I mean, it's not hard for us to find them. But he's just too hungover to notice.
1: He doesn't have a shovel. And he doesn't have hands. He can't dig.
2: Can't he? I... Can't he?
1: Do you know a lot of digging birds?
2: I know a shop right down the road that'll sell him a shovel.
1: Yeah, but if he doesn't have a communicator, do you think he's gonna have his wallet? And we know nothing on this island is free.
2: I believe that Tom Nook is responsible in many ways. I believe that uh, he continues to force Gulliver to work, because that's the other part of this. I think Gulliver works for Tom Nook. And he forces him to work, delivering items even though he's got a history of mental illness. The communication devices and his quote unquote spaceships were all provided by someone. Who else would that be? Tom Nook. And and and, the, and finally, Gulliver constantly crashes on every island. He needs care, not a dangerous job. Sure. I I I say Tom Nook is, if not directly responsible, he is complicit, <laughs> and and really should be held accountable. Um, and and that's that's kind of it. Um, so. I don't know. Uh, what I do know, though, is I finally just made my way back to your house in, in, in enough time to say um, I probably need to get out of here. But any other questions on this whole uh, uh, Tom Nook Gulliver thing?
1: No, no. You've pretty much. Uh, I don't know what I expected.
2: Well, you you sound you sound less than. You sound—you sound like you don't believe me.
1: Oh, what? No, I—I'm uh, always getting up out of my chair and coming back is a sign of encouragement for you.
2: I so just look, look how
1: encouraging I am. This isn't sarcasm.
2: Okay, so so I will I will just say that finally I just want to thank you for giving me this platform to to get the word out. And I will bring down Tom Nook. Follow me on Twitter. I gotta get out of here.
1: Well, thank you once again, Bagman, for coming on Nook's Tavern. Uh, it, it was our pleasure. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. Two kickouts
1: he- in a row. Oh, what a night. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, Kurt.
0: Hey. I saw I- it
1: took you a little bit longer to get back.
0: I just flew here from my island, and boy.
1: Uh- <laughs> Good. Thank you for end, not not ending <laughs> that joke.
0: What? Well, oh, and boy.
1: <laughs> and a boy.
0: <laughs> and a boy.
1: <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that you want to tie up before we get out of here, Kurt?
0: I don't think so. I think it's all good. I think we're gonna have a lot of stuff to talk about next week for uh, wedding season, and we'll have a little bit more clarity on all that. And yeah, it'll be good.
1: Awesome. I agree. So let's uh, let's start the outro.
0: Oh, you know what? I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I did want to say thank you though to uh the morning stream uh uh, the morning stream podcast they they gave us a shout out today on their on their episode and uh and hopefully if we have any new viewers uh welcome
1: yeah brian and scott are uh are good people and and brian uh i contacted brian after i came out and uh, he said uh, well he had a lot of nice, nice things to say so i really appreciate both of them for uh for giving us that spotlight opportunity right all right let's do this you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch at Nook's Tavern. This episode of Nook's Tavern was brought to you by our executive producers, also known as the Bagman Brigade, B-Mail. You want to support the show? Head on over to patreon.com slash nookstavern and show us some love. Like our newest patron, hey, b again! Thanks, man.
0: <laughs>
1: if you have a moment, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Like our newest five-star.
0: Jim R. Schultz, who writes, first the title, great show and very informative. He gave us a five-star review and says, I am new to Animal Crossing and I started so my eight-year-old son and I could escape the current real-world pandemic. My son and I were hooked from the start and were looking for tips and advice. That's when we found your podcast. We listen to your podcast because you guys are funny and have good information. P.S. P.S. We're also from the Philly area. My son named his island, Eagles.
1: Go birds! That's what I love. Uh, Not only do I love to hear uh, that parents and their kids are listening and playing together, but also uh, when you're from Philadelphia. (laughs) I love hearing that. So thank you, Schultzy, for leaving us that review. As a thank you for that five-star review, we have uh, gotten our in-house artist Emily Swan to commission you a piece of art. He chose his son, which is even more dope. So this is out in the world, and I will send it over to your way, Schultzy, right after the show. Thank you to Emily Swan for our album art, but also these wonderful weekly arts uh, that she gives us for YouTube and also these commission arts. You can support Emily over at patreon.com slash a swan name Emily. If you have a story from your island that you'd like to share, email the show at nookstavern@gmail.com. at gmail.com join the wonderful community of our Discord over at tiny.cc slash tavern. Kurt where can people find you?
0: I can be found all over the place on the internet but on Twitter I'm at VO by Kurt on Twitch I'm Kurtstable and also on FTH Beyond I'm there Mondays and Thursday nights on Sunday evenings I'm with the Bromigos of the Streampocalypse over on GSTU Media And the other podcast that I host is Storytime with Kurt, and that I am currently reading. Great Expectations, and uh, if I can make you relax and fall asleep while I'm reading, I've done my job, so check it out.
1: Dope. I am imaginary nomad all over the internet, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram with a one. I stream four, maybe five times a week if I ever get my Monday back under me. Uh, You can check out my schedule over at twitch.tv slash imaginary nomad. Botch podcast is live now, so uh, every Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, you can watch a non-safe-for-work comedy show with me and my friends as we play D&D. This uh, season takes place in space, so that is pretty cool. (sighs) Anything else, Kurt?
0: I think that does it.
1: I think that does it for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for coming in. Thank you for our in-studio guests, our beautiful patrons. Thank you, all of you. And uh, for the patrons that aren't here, you uh, you can catch us out next time. Catch them bees and shake them trees, guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. Oh, man nothing like everyone getting kicked out like five minutes into the show that that was awesome